Y'all, welcome to the latest episode of Mac and Jazz on that peach emoji, the podcast. We got a special guest with us today, H-Town's very own Alec Walls in the building. What's going on? It's there we boy. go. <laughs> Man. What's up? Jazz, you were like, we have to get this guy. Yes, because I've been seeing you doing, releasing so much music. And for those who don't know, like, I guess we're going to have to do a catch up, no mustard, but a catch up on who you are. So, of course, you know, you're a member of the Walls group with your family and stuff. So, how did you, just for people who don't know, how did you get started? Like, you just singing, you're by yourself. Uh, well, I had ideas for, like, well, that I wanted to incorporate with the family, but didn't necessarily mesh with, like, what was already branded and what really was like the Walls Group because the Walls Group is Christian gospel, and Grammy you know, nominated, stellar you know, award like, winning you know. too. In case y'all don't know, the Walls Group like there's oh. not a liver like there's not a liver group like that. There's just not. Y'all are so what are you unique. Trying to do something. Y'all are man. very unique and y'all are all like your sound is hip and it's young and like I, I vibe with it. I like it. You know I appreciate that. You know we don't get a lot of good words sometimes. But in the gospel but, world, you need that. My bad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna shut up because I like I like what y'all are all about. But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, but I uh, everything don't really mesh together all the time. So I knew that I could you know do production and stuff as far as the Walls Group and we us went. But I wanted to do stuff. I knew I had stuff that I wanted to bring to light. I knew I liked to sing. I knew I liked Brandy Music Soul Child. I knew I liked everybody that was secular. But everybody was like. Did you see what they did to Tony, bro? You can't do that. They're they not going to let you get out of there, bro. Not alive. They're going to cut you down first. But I just was like, I don't think I care. I don't think I care because eh, they're not volunteering to pay none of my bills. Mm. They're not sitting and walking and talking and living this life with me. They just get on Instagram to talk about it later on. Mm-hmm. I was like, that ain't got nothing to do with me. So did the rest of the family have a problem with the way um, your ideas no and yes because like no when it comes you they'll put a battery in your back for sure because if you can do it go ahead because anybody else gonna do it for you that's how we've always been if you can start it up i'm i'm down enough to walk it with you but when it came down to like this ain't like a thing that anybody has ever like done for real like you, I mean, other than Johnny Taylor with the Soul Stars, he'd go back to being Johnny Taylor and singing the blues and singing about R&B and then go back and sing When the Gates Swing Open. Right. And, you know, you got guys like that that go back and forth. And that doesn't matter care because he could just sing, flat foot sing. Right. Mm-hmm. But with TWG, we, I love God, and I still love God. I love God every day. Right. For real, I talk to God every day. But sometimes I want to say, dang, girl, you ain't no good. You right. ain't did you ain't nothing. You're like, wow, I didn't even deserve this. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I want to talk about what I've been through, where I'm coming from. Yeah. I wanna have talk about something dumb. I don't wanna always be so serious because I feel like you can connect with people in a million and five ways. Mm-hmm. And there's a different there's like a million ways to connect with a different person every day. And yeah, I don't wanna just get caught up in saying the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Did you like so whenever were you like nervous about it for a while? Like were you holding back from no, talking about different things and spread. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I, it took me a minute to cuss. Like I was like really <laughs> not, and I, I'm like I'm done with it again. Like I was like you know, you go back minute, and forth. Yeah, I go back and forth. Like mm-hmm. well, not really. I listen no. to your latest because no, I listen to like every single album of yours. And the latest one, Dang. I noticed that you did cuss, and I was like, oh, I'm like yeah, no, I'm good was, with it. That's what I said. Like yeah. that's, when I did it, I was like, you know. My mom is gonna be so mad. But it's a different genre. And it's like, a different genre. You're doing so I'm like, I'm like, I'm an adult guy. 
I don't really I don't really have people that really knock on my door and say, hey, you can't do this. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in like the day when I was signed to different labels, they had people that said, hey, man, you can't do this. You got to look this certain type of way. But then I said, well, what is image really? Like people have this certain image to protect mm -hmm. and this certain persona that they have to be and look like in front of people. And I'm like, who does that help? They don't help. And they never helped me that somebody was this perfect being that was untouchable to me. But I said, what if I, this instead of holding up this big image for everybody to see and mm -hmm. to keep clean and never get dirty, how about I just be the image and when I get dirty and somebody look at me to stand on my shirt and say, yo, bro, how you get that? I can tell you how I got it because one, I'm not trying to forget about it because it's right here. It's right, I'm wearing it. Mm -hmm. I'm wearing everything I didn't ever walk through. And I'm not ashamed of it. And I'm bold enough, I'm confident enough and I'm smart enough to go and empower somebody else. That's why I, like that. I don't gotta go and say, I'm gonna bust you in the head and shoot you in the face and I got a chain, I'm gonna bang it in your face. And I still got the young man's attention in the hood. That's like, hey, little bro. And they hit me up, hey man, like, this dude was doing this, what should I do? I'm not gonna say, yeah, go get him. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna say, bro, stay home. Like, <laughs> stay home. Speaking of Jack, that jazz put me on you and I was wondering, Warning, God, dog, I'm tripping. <laughs> I was lit. wondering, do you think that you're misunderstood? Oh, absolutely. I mean, because, um, you know, Jazz put me on you, and, and then I started looking. And I'm going through the internet, going down the streets. <laughs> the internet streets, this fool. And I went Ooh. down one of these streets, and it was nothing but darkness, and your name came up. And I just want you to describe how you feel when people say certain things about you, whether it's true or not. How do you feel about that, you know? Um, well, I say all the time, because my mom, she, like my mom is swear she's like my counselor. Like she's trying to like break through. She's like, dude, you, you, gotta, you gotta shape up, bro. You're like, you're living crazy out here. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm really not. I'm telling you, I got a plan. I'm telling you, I know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. She's like, nah, bro, you can't do that. But even with that, I tell her all the time, I'm not responsible for people's perception. Mm-hmm. Like, I, all people have to do is sit down and talk to me. Like, everything that you think is going on, we can sit down and have a conversation and talk about it. And I can debunk every single thing that you probably thought that wasn't true. Mm. But until you do it, Wait a minute. you can think what you want to think. What did you find? Well, you know. Because I don't know what y'all talking about. About up. three months ago, I guess it was about three months ago, I was looking on the internet. I mean, recently I looked on the internet, but it happened three months ago. And I guess you were saying something about the church lifestyle oh, yeah. or something. That was fun. That was and great. that was three months ago. Mm -hmm. And you're still here. I thought they were going to tell you down what? where you couldn't be. <laughs> what? They going to be in hiding? Well, you know. assassins, bro. What you mean? I mean the church like that? The church can be powerful. Girl. And especially some of the that ain't. big that gospel ain't artists. They can be powerful. Uh, th uh, this is what I hear. I'm no, hearing that, that they I can get you it. banned. I can, I'm hearing they can stop you. Well, listen, this is like a thing. I guess you kind of develop like a sort of reckless abandon or a kind of a I don't care to it when it's like already happened to you. Mm. Like I'm 24. I've been doing this since I was 12. And it's just a lot of stuff that don't add up. But we not we from Houston. We not no we not no talk about it. We not going, "Hey, just so y'all know, this is happening." Ooh, blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. We shook it off and said, "All right, we got to eat that. Let's let's shake back." Mm -hmm. Because like it ain't nothing that's going to come out of making anybody look a certain type of way because people can be who they be people gonna know at the end of the day when you open your mouth and when you look people in the face they're gonna see exactly who you are mm. that's the truth and people have sat around 
for years and slandered our name, they didn't said all kind of stuff about us that ain't even true. And all we didn't done is work hard. Like that's the state. That's what stay down production thing. The stay down is all gonna make sense later. Right. But it's like you know, all we done done is sat there and work. I'm talking about through punch in the face, work. Because right. you know that's all you got when you ain't got a friend in your corner. It's all you got is, well, let's just do what we've been doing because. So for the people who don't know, what exactly did you say about the church that so, got them so offended that uh, the internet was burning? So the thing is. Everybody's in church. There's denominations in church. Okay. There's apostolic, Pentecostal, okay. Baptist. Uh, what the other one? Non-denominational. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of them. It's a lot. Like, right. But the one that I grew up in, I grew up in like all of them. I grew up. My mama was Baptist. My dad was Kojic. My grandmother was Pentecostal. My mm-hmm. other grandmother was apostolic. Hold on. I thought you said something about Kojic. I mean, Kojic. It, yeah. that's what got them mad. Yes. Whatever yes. you said about Kojic got them it hot. Was them. I said, "Yo." So just Kojic so, is a, just to be clear, because I don't know. It's just a specific. It's like, a specific. Religion. It's a specific denomination of Christianity. Oh, okay. So like certain principles and beliefs. Okay. So I said, "Yo, I'm. I'm just saying." On Twitter, an open opinion-based platform. I said, yo, <laughs> I said, look, I really strongly dislike Kojic culture. That was the tweet. That was the tweet. Okay. And, you know, if anybody didn't know anything about Kojic culture and Kojic, I ain't going to say all because, you know, everybody going to get mad again. I'm going to just say certain people within the confines, they, this, they, that's their thing. They guard dogs. They, they, they ready. They ready to scratch. They ready to punch because... You don't say something about my organization, but therein lies the problem. Mm. Because I'm not saying I dislike y'all. I ain't say y'all don't like y'all whole ass. I don't like nothing. I don't <laughs> like that y'all sleep around. I, I ain't said nothing. I ain't told nobody dirty draws. I ain't said nothing. <laughs> I said, yo, I strong because I gotta interact with these. I'm the TWG's audience is teenagers and young adults. So I we have to talk to these people at these concerts while we doing all this stuff that people say we do and are terrible people. We out here touching people for real and hugging people for real and having conversations with young people for real that's dealing with hurt from these organizations. But I'm a young youth leader. I'm not supposed to say something. I'm supposed to shut up. Malcolm X ain't shut up. Mm. We in the Black Lives Matter. Why Black Lives Matter don't why Black Lives don't matter in the church? Facts. Wow. They don't matter because your favorite pastor said it don't matter and you shut up and let's suppress him and you can't suppress the truth because this is like hold on. Sip on him. This is like <laughs> our generation like 24, 23, 22. We was the ones that was like crazy. For like if anybody remembers <laughs> like Project X happened everything. Like we was our future wolf gang. We was everything. Yep. Everything bad. It was our, we were like the lost generation. Mm-hmm. The children under us are so smart. They are so smart. Like they watched. Like they didn't they didn't repeat. They just watched and said, "Nah." We're gonna do I it think different. I'm gonna do it different, right? And that was that's that's genius to me because now you have things like the Me Too movement. Now you have things like Black Lives Matter. Now you have things like all these voices. But now you need people that are like, okay, y'all have the voice, but nobody has the initiative to speak and act on the voice because nobody's qualified. And it's not that nobody's qualified, but people are more people are focused on the wrong things. Mm. 
And particularly in our city too, there's not enough people promoting the right thing. And it's like, there's not really like a wrong or right thing if you like, if you live in your truth. But like, bro, Miss Gandhi, you think cool. I don't know who told you that. But I've had to like walk and talk with you. I have young siblings. I have, it's eight of us. And it's half of them is four. four. The four young, one is in college. The one other one just started college and two in high, one is in high school and the other one is in middle school. And I know all their friends. I have to meet and talk with them. I can't be out there doing the fool and acting the fool <laughs> for them because they looking up at me like I'm their big brother too. And you a real life role model for them. I gotta be because like, ugh, it's not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot. And so I think my goal really is to just like change like the face of like what we think is cool. Because I remember I chased what I thought was cool. And my cousin died. BG mm. Kenny Lou. I know him. Got killed. And I remember that was like me and my sister, like, we like, we was like, bro, they had to look at me because I'm looking at him. That's my big cousin. I'm like, yo, yeah, lifestyle, gang, gang, everything. Like that was that was cool to me. Like right. it was cool because he, that was somebody I knew had my back. And I was like, you know, if you're doing it, it's cool. But then I saw, like, the inroad. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, look up and say, man, my little brother watching me. Right. <laughs> my little cousin's watching me. All the little boys in South Park, Mo City, everybody in the city watching me. Through all the 157K that I didn't buy that just chose to follow me <laughs> are watching me. And I can, it's other things that I can say. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. And a lot of black people are targeted right now. And I'm going to make a bigger target on you <laughs> by making you look a fool and act a fool. I'm going to empower your mind. I'm going to help you get out here and say, yo, you're going to know what to say in these situations. You're going to know what to do in these situations because you got somebody that's thinking not for you, but that's already thought ahead enough to tell you about it. You're 24 years old, and it seems like you've seen a lot in your life. And... I was just wondering, a lot of black men don't go to therapy. Do you think that you need therapy, or have you ever been to therapy? Uh, yeah. I was in therapy for a minute. I had to fire my therapist. It was my pastor. And I was like, you know, this is a little too pastoral. What? I need some more. I need a little realer approach. Because he was, it was while it was like, it was, it was in the right place. After a while, it got to be, I couldn't necessarily walk in who I was because you know, your leaders and your predecessors always think that they have an idea of you. And sometimes the thought of you kind of branching off on your own and following your own ideas is scary to them. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to just use you a little later. You know, let's just, I'm going to just come to church mm-hmm. and that's going to work for me. So one, I've been seeking out a new therapist, but for a minute I had to like talk through this stuff and work through some stuff and face a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And one On of your those, own first? On my own, and then I was smart enough to go and get my pastor and like, hey man, let's talk because mm-hmm. I just I say all the time I'm like the only man that hates men, like <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm like a man hater <laughs> because I just haven't had many great role models mm-hmm. in that position to really show me like what it is to be a man. So I've had to like walk this path by myself mm-hmm. and like figure it out and like show these other young men what I figured out. And I'm like, yo, what the rest of y'all was doing? Mm. Like what? What was y'all doing? Like I ain't know nothing. I what if I just made the wrong move and like I told somebody the wrong thing? You was here before me, cause that's our charge. 
We, we're grown men and they're young boys. We're supposed to come talk to them. I know they're a little mad now and they're a little extra YG, a little extra gangster. <laughs> what you say to me, old man? Like, they be like that. But it's all about your approach and it's about your delivery to them because if they don't respect you, they're not going to. If they don't respect you, they're not going to listen to you. They're not going to respect your advice. They're not going to respect your words. It's not about your words. It's about your walk. Mm -hmm. If they see the way that you walk ain't adding up with the way you talk, they ain't hearing nothing you got to say. So when Alec goes outside, how does he walk? I move in silence. <laughs> I move in silence because it was a moment in time where I was like, dang, I need a group of friends, bro. I ain't never had a, like a group of friends where I just was like, like B is my own, me and B have been friends since ninth grade. And we wow. used to have a group of friends in night, like in high school. And like, we the only two left. Wow. And then got out of high school, went and tried to find another group of friends. I done been in like six fights this year. Fist fights? Yes. I was like, you know. With with who? What you mean? Like, bro. <laughs> in the streets? Dog, basketball court. Any, It's like, you know, basketball game. It's like, why is this surrounding me? It is because it's what you're seeking out. And the people that I was surrounding myself with, that was the energy that they attracted. Wow. And, like, you, dude, you ain't got too many times to be in the wrong area and the wrong group of friends, mm -hmm. and you get out unscathed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, you know, I got some people to be alive for and I can't let everybody know what I'm doing because, one, people will take your ideas. It's a lot of – Houston is talented. <laughs> Very talented. <laughs> don't, Houston. don't tell me they're stealing gospel music. I'm not making – I'm making R&B music and hip-hop. <laughs> this is right up their alley. <laughs> they want to sing. They want to – oh, my God. Wait. I got the connections, but he got the voice. So I'm going to put him in the session. Hmm. And then we're going to just forget about him after he give me all the gems and the jewels. Hmm. I'm like, oh. I'm going to just shake your hand and go rock my own session. So you've been releasing all your music on your own completely? Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't wait for label backing. That's not, that's not going to happen. And you've released five now albums this year? This year. Okay, so you make your own music. You produce everything on your own. Write everything on your own. Where are you making this music? In your house? Everything? In my, house. In wow. my apartment. On my Mix laptop. and master everything on your own. On my MacBook with duct tape on it. <laughs> it wow. got duct tape on it, bro. <laughs> That's the most independent independentness. That hey, you gotta crazy. make it work. This is the third laptop I've had to have. <laughs> These things don't be making it. Until that man I is like Prince. He write, he produce, he direct. Did you direct your video? Uh, okay. So my friend Deonzia, she's from uh, Sunnyside. That's where my uh, my people are from. And we grew up. We used to go to Cullen Missionary uh, uh, Baptist Church on Cullen. And uh, so she does videography now. They do that. Uh, their production company is called Free Game Productions. And she's like, dude, I'm doing this. Let me come shoot your videos. You ain't got no visuals. I was like, dog, I just really, I'm ugly on camera, bro. I just don't know how this works. I'm going to look awkward. It's not going to be a good, like, <laughs> it's not going to turn out good. She's like, dude, you have too much music to not have videos. Come on. For real. So we shot like two of them. And I like the edits, but I had to learn when I don't, I don't got a million dollars. I was signed to a label, but I didn't get nothing out of that but a verified stamp. Really? What? I, you know. Is it because you had to split the money with like you know the whole group? Like it's just or it goes quickly. It was more like what money? For the whole group? Because it was getting spent on like. You know, I'm. Because I don't know a lot of artists be like, oh well, we had to pay for travel, like all the stuff we didn't know we, we was had to pay for. We was coming out of pocket. We was paying parents. Mom and dad was paying for travel and in room and all that. We don't know what was going on with label. With, so they weren't helping y'all at all? No. Nah. Great, basically. But you're not with the label anymore? No. Nah. 
We had to leverage our way out of that contract. He said leverage. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? It was mm, mm Because after a minute, you can do it to kids. And you yeah. can do it to two parents that, you know. But when niggas start growing up, <laughs> and it's like, yo, I got to see you at these awards. And I'm from Houston, Texas. And you from Dallas. <laughs> yo. Oh, I know who you're talking about now. <laughs> yo, like, you know, hey, I got to see you, P. Like, I got to see you, dog. And we got to talk one way or another. And you just think my daddy crazy. <laughs> he had eight more. And each and every one is a different kind. <laughs> he said a different kind of crazy. Yo, like, for real. It's like that movie Inside Out with the different emotions. There's a different type I remember of. remember that movie. Yo, <laughs> it's bad. So, like, in order, we got to conduct business. Yeah. And you, you're the only one that's been unprofessional. That's crazy. So and, so and so, and you OG, you the big homie in the game. So it's already it's already up that your word ain't your bond. So let's just get out this contract while we can. Like let's get out this contract and stop playing around because it's apparent that you mad because you want to write and produce everything, and we ain't going for that because that's where the money is at. Mm. The money is in publishing and writing, mm-hmm. but you ain't saying that. Trust me. Let me just drive. Let me. Let me show y'all the way. Let me be that guy because I've been here for a minute. But behind closed doors, they not worth the money. Wow. Behind closed doors, nah. They entitled. They bratty. Behind, I'm like, people come back, like, you in my city talking about us. And people coming back, telling us that you just said this. You had concerts. You had other places talking to people at the venue about us. And we ain't even mentioned you. Even in Bad Blood, we ain't mentioned you once. You still. It's like, I don't know what the narrative is. that people. I don't know what people think has happened. We still ain't said nothing. Wow. We ain't said, yeah, this, this name, that name. We ain't, laid, we ain't named no label heads. We ain't named nobody. We just said, cool, we gonna be great. God gonna bless us anyway. Because what's gonna come out of us saying, yo, this, y'all better be weird. They gonna just they gonna know. Right. People like him anyway. They gonna like you. They gonna like they gonna stomp for the rest of their life. <laughs> <laughs> they gonna do it. Uh oh, if you don't know, you know now. You it's, know what I'm saying? They gonna do it for the rest of their life. That's but you know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't my responsibility what you believe and don't believe. But I gotta be okay. I gotta survive. I'm a twenty four year old man in an industry that's a young man's game and I don't got a million dollars like NBA Young Boy. I got work ethic and I got an apartment and a, a MIDI board and a laptop. Okay, speaking of that, um, for someone who doesn't know you, give me five songs that you would like to them to listen to to introduce yourself to them. Dang, that's crazy. Got to pick five. You got a lot of music. Got to pick five. I got a lot of music. A lot five of music. songs for somebody who don't know who you are. Like if they just come off the street, <laughs> these songs are the songs that represent you. Ooh, that's okay. why I gave you five because you can go yeah. from a beginning. Give us different vibes. Okay, so that's a song called Jesse. Mm-hmm. Jess is a great song. Hit song. It's a song I just did a video for called Funny Seeing You. It's a great song. It's like, you know, it's about playing games. You know, I'm retired, though. I don't play games no more. <laughs> uh, it's another song called Bad Man. That's like specific. It's like B-A-D-M-A-N, Bad Man. And then it's like a play on the term Bad Man because, you know, they're going to call me a bad man anyway. So I may as well just do my thing regardless. Right. And, uh, okay, mm, let me think. Because I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to settle. I gotta. I gotta say these. Shit. They go look up these songs for real. I don't want to yes. be like, yo. No, nah, they gonna look them up. It yep. sucks. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Like, come yeah, on. Number three. We'll get, you know, uh, 
I got a song called You Choose Me. And it's kind of more like Christian based. Okay. Because, you know, I'm like, even though I sing R&B, you know, the Lord, he be still dealing with me. He be like, hey, man, you going to give me some love on this song? Or like, what? <laughs> like, come on, dog. Right. So sometimes I got to I gotta keep it real. I got to talk that talk. I got to talk about where I've been. And I'm not ashamed. I'm not one of those guys that's like, God, I can't really say his name in this song because it wouldn't be cool. Right. I'm going to say his name when I want to say his name, bro. So I that song is more geared towards, like, you know, it's it's like telling the story. Okay, one more. And uh, the last song is called "Wrong Way." Wrong way. Why that one? Uh, it's real ghetto. It's real <laughs> ghetto. I was real mad when I made it, so I was like, you know, well, I, I like the emotion in this joint. It's real cool. I got another question. What are the most painful lyrics you ever had to write? That's a true story. <gasps> that we can go look in your song. Mm-hmm. Mm. <clears throat> I got an album coming out. Ooh. Another one? This well, is exclusive, this a, y'all. The only reason these other albums have come out is because TuneCore and United Mass have been playing with me and they've been like sending my joint back, like, yo, your artwork is messed up. I'm like, no, it's not. It's perfect. Stop <laughs> kidding with me, bro. So they keep moving my date up. So I'm like, you know, in the interim, I have, like, I'll line up releases because I just make music. Uh-huh. So I like line up releases for certain times in the year. Uh-huh. And it's just been running into the other releases. So it should have been out like a minute ago. Uh-huh. But I'm like, maybe this is like intentional. Maybe it's like holding it for a reason. Maybe uh-huh. I got some reason to hold it. I ain't tripping. But I got to, this is like, Honesty for real, for real. I wrote a song called Delete This for my first project, mm-hmm. and it was kind of geared at that whole male hate thing. Okay. Uh, and I I addressed three people. I addressed my brother, my papa, and my dad. That's deep. But my papa has passed. My dad is, like, doing great. And me and my brother are working on our relationship. But at the time, I didn't feel good about none of them. Wow. And this is coming out when? This came out in February. February. So it's on Apple Music. So I got to go look for this right now. I'm going to go listen to this. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. Music is, I feel like music is a, it's a language. It's a conversation. Yeah. And, and, it's, an, and another question. Do you get along with your dad? I mean, what's your relationship with your dad? Me and, and my dad are like really cool now. Uh-huh. Like we were really cool. We had a moment in time where he didn't agree with a lot of stuff that I was what I what I was doing. And Is was, he like a man who goes to church every day and reads no. the Bible every day? He used to. My dad used to be a musician in the church, hmm. and a lot of people don't know because you know we don't make it a lot of people's business. But growing up, my dad he was a musician musician in the church, but he struggled with drugs. Mm-hmm. Like he was on drugs for like a long time, and then he went to life change and got his and turned his life around. Mm-hmm. But there, and he still had a lot of childhood trauma and a lot of things to work through. And so I had to, my relationship building with him has been having to give him a chance to be a father for like, because my dad has five sons. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them reject him. And I'm like, I don't want to be another one to reject you, bro. And I know that you ain't got the chance to even be your best self. And this is a time in your life where you are moving and operating at your best self. Mm-hmm. You like, you. When I call, when you talk to me, you got an issue with anything. You don't say, you don't call me and bark at me no more. You call me and say, hey, what's going on with this? And I appreciate that. I'm like, yo, thank you. I don't got to, like, feel like I'm on the edge and I got to, like, fight my way out the corner. Like, mm-hmm. And so I appreciate, like, his journey. So That's great. What's your best quality about yourself? When you describe yourself, what is the best quality about you? Mm, I say that I'm hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that I'm hilarious. Like, I like to talk. Like, intellect is cool because I love people that can talk and have a conversation and think 
seven steps ahead because I'm that type of person. But I think that you can be smart with just like a hint of funny. Like funny is just like the the icing <laughs> on the cake. Like if you can just do it without it feeling like you're trying too hard, you can just slip it in there, and then people are like, oh, this guy's funny. It's cool. Okay, what's the worst thing about you? Uh, what's the worst thing? Dang, let me think. That's a good question. That's a really good. <laughs> got thing. me digging into think. myself. I like, got like, oh, oh dang, I like myself. I had to learn a lot. Um. If you need to, give him a mirror. So Shut up, Jimmy Mac. <laughs> <laughs> Girls would say that I'm like a lever. A, I'm a lever. lever? I'm a lever because I don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be and do what I need to do to make the relationship work for real. But the moment I see that it's not reciprocated, I'm going to say, yo, we should just be friends. I'm going to tell you, like, I'm going to tell you straight up. But, like, all the time. Is it because you're leaving good. too early? I think I'm kind of getting to the point now where I'm like, Sometimes might be a little too early, bro. You might be a little too harsh, man, because, you know, people be liking you, bro. <laughs> people be liking and you. Gotta I'm like, them. man, you and but I'm like that with a lot of things, not just girls. I'm like, if I feel like it ain't it, I'm like, all right, I'm off of it. I'm done. I'm good. And some things require a little bit more, you know, stick to it yeah. than just like everybody got a point to prove. And it's like, I don't got to be here if I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I got to get that chip off my shoulder a little bit. Before we go, tell them how they can reach you and tell them what projects we should be looking for. Yes. I am on Apple Music, Spotify, Instagram at A-L-I-C-W-A-L-L-S. Apple and Spotify, just A-L-I-C. Not Alicia Keys, just A-L-I-C. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Um, I'm coming out with a project called Neverland, and it is, I think, 20 songs. 20 songs, but, like... I like to divide the project in like different, like it's like, you know how Kendrick Lamar does projects? Uh-huh. And he like tells a story throughout the project. Mm-hmm. So you don't even realize that this, the project is like, as long as he be having songs like eight <laughs> minutes, you'd be like, oh my God, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. Cause he told a story, so I ain't got no eight minute songs. <laughs> but uh, it's just, it's a journey, it's a process. And it's like, it's a lot of truth. I'm, you know, I told it, I told it this time, I told it. Well, we cannot wait to hear so it. So it's gonna be a thing, it's gonna be great. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I love to talk. Like, subscribe. Make sure y'all follow Alec on everything. Smack and jazz on that podcast. All right.